today is the time to be emotional and to speak from the heart. And uh, especially keeping what we learned in Pirkei Avot, to always stay actual, practical. Okay, you learned high messages, but how do you take it to life? But taking Torah into life can get to very, very uh, small resolutions. Okay, and for me it was very special that we just entered the three weeks and you know what Tikva means? Hope. Yes. So, to feel that our hope is leaving us is <laughs> yeah, not easy. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a deep message. Okay? And that's how Torah is is living in our life. You look for the messages in what's going on, in what's happening, in the names of people, in the in why you you listen. You like I told you a few times in classes. I heard someone talking, saying a sentence, and it means so much because I'm dealing with that question now, and it answers me. Or signs are and teachings and learnings are all over us, all of the time, and it's giving hope to know that Tikva is going but uh, she's going to miss us <laughs> she wants to come back no. and uh, and more than everything that she's going to spread the light that she got here Alakha says for our three weeks when the month of Av is beginning soon, it's the time to lower our happiness, okay? Now, for sure not getting into sadness, but lowering our happiness. And happiness has the power to defeat bad feelings, but not always to clean it, okay? bad feelings, hard emotions that are living inside us, they also have hope to be revealed, to be, to get to their purpose, okay? Not always to just put it aside and forget about it. And in that time when we're lowering our happiness, we're getting the opportunity. This is the time to be emotional. That's the best time for that. It's the time to let ourselves enter into the sorrow, the deep sorrow, and the roots of our pain in our life. People that we miss, things that we'll, we lack, now, that's a personal perspective, but if we talk about the plural one, like missing the, temp the Holy Temple, waiting for redemption, <clears throat> every person that started building his awareness knows what's good and what's bad for him. Maybe he's wrong, but he knows, he has an opinion, okay? 
That's only when you, you started building your awareness. Before that, we live like animals, eat what we find, do what we just, any urge or desire that wakes up controls us. That's animal, okay? But starting to build awareness is understanding that some, some actions might be wrong. Some actions might be bad for me. So everyone knows what's healthy and what might cause damage. And the most important question is why after that we have that opinion and after having, maybe if we have also knowledge about it, how can we cause ourselves damage? You know? <laughs> That's a very important question to ask, okay? Now, if I know that uh, white sugar or, uh, I don't know, uh, salt, salt like and full, uh, yes, is not good for me, how can, what's causing me to do that mistake over and over again, again, again and again? Okay, so it's the pleasure. Okay, exactly. And we talked about it in one of our classes. But I'm not talking now about the cause, just about the fact that even while I'm sinning, so to speak, because it might be kosher, but it's still a sin, because we're commanded to keep our health and to guard ourselves, from dangers, even while I'm sinning, I have that understanding and voice inside me that knows and telling me that it's wrong to do it. But I just have not enough power to win the war in the, in the moment, in the certain moment, okay? But I have it inside, okay? Now, I'm talking about the situation to, 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 to explain that this is why uh, comments are not going to help. Okay, if someone is going to, com to tell me, to try to remind me to, uh, how do you say, to like... Uh, scold. Sc scold me. Scold me? The scolding. Ah, the help. scolding won't, won't help. Okay. It's only going to break my spirit even more because I all already scolding myself now, okay? So if you want to help someone that, that is damaging himself, that's the question. How can you help? How can we help? And what I thought to myself is that we always need to, to look and to search for the root, what does he really lack? Again, if it's knowledge, he'd never heard about the damage of white sugar, white flour, whatever. Okay, so maybe you can teach him, maybe you can talk about it. But it goes deeper than that. What is he truly lacking? What is he truly lacking that 
makes him choose only the pleasure in losing the war, okay? And that's what people that really care do. Instead of scolding all day, looking what my brother, what do we really lack? Okay, what is he really missing in the morning and the memory of the temple, of the destruction, is the root of that approach. Because the destruction, the, the morning on the temple is showing that we are always trying to go to the root of all lackings. <clears throat> the eternal search for the lacking and the will to feel it. Now, if we're talking about the temple, we, need, we also need to know that it's a bit, a little bit, uh, I might, if I might say, even uh, rude to look for it because it's we're looking for the lacking of the Creator. <laughs> So to speak, because the Creator doesn't lack anything, is totally perfect and complete. But still, the main will in the creation was to be able to that all the earth is going to be filled with the light of Hashem, and it's not happening. So to really lack and to really want and to really pray for the temple needs a lot of courage if you understand the meanings of that like I just explained an angle about it and the rule about the feeling of lacking and missing is that always when huge new light is about to be revealed just before it's being it's, it arrives the feeling of the lacking is getting a lot stronger and greater okay you feel that emptiness because the light is all almost shining on you it's a rule in spirituality. This is the way it works. And the best example for it is just the days that we're at. Yudzayin Betamuz was the day that we were punished for the golden calf, right? Okay? Yes, it was one of the five things that happened in, in Yudzayin Betamuz. But let's look at the situation. Moshe Rabbeinu is coming with the first holy tablets. The 17th of Tammuz was supposed to be the day of receiving the holy tablets. The first that was written by the Creator, not like the second tablet that Moshe wrote. Although he was the greatest prophet, he was totally cancelled to Hashem, he did it amazingly, probably, but it's still not the Creator. The first tablets, 
It was supposed to be one of the greatest days in history. But the feeling of the loss and the lacking was so strong, and you can see it in the story. They're saying, where is Moshe? Where is Moshe? He's not, a, he's not, he's, he's not coming. Six hours. Only six hours. They had to wait. Only six more hours. But the feeling of the lacking was too strong. So we need to strengthen ourselves to gain more patience, always. As much as the darkness is growing and feeling too strong, to really believe that it's only a sign for a huge bounty that is already behind the corner waiting for us. And to always remember that Tikva, our hope, is going to miss us wherever she goes, wherever she will be, and that we're not missing, what can you say? I mean, I miss her face. You can watch a picture. You miss this, you, you miss something that is beyond, something in the, in the being itself something energetic, something else. You just miss her. And she is going to miss us, and we're going to miss her. And Bezrat Hashem, we're going to meet soon, together. And she will show us the path to redemption. Bezrat Hashem. Yalla, good luck.